1: Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is the AFL Grand Final all wrapped up. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Josh, you got a highlight of the week? Past.
2: Well, the uh, the big uh, UFC fight coming up is Khabib versus Conor. Oh, uh, I
1: tell you, what, I've never seen them pumped up a uh, press conference more.
2: But it wasn't it wasn't much, was it? Like cons- considering what we've seen Conor do, I mean, the most memorable quote that comes out was Dana White saying that I do let Conor get away with more than any other fighter. Yeah, it's like, and there was no yeah. crowd
1: at this press conference.
2: But uh, Conor's uh, phoning it in. He's not really trying to sell this fight.
1: Well, he's also, you know, he's got to uh, uh, be good for the police as well. But um, I do, I like that they did really hype the press conference. You know, first time ever face-to-face because with a Khabib fight, you've got to hype the, pre- the press conference because you might not actually get the fight. Yeah, true. Doesn't always happen. <laughs> well, and you know,
2: where, where are they fighting?
1: Vegas, I think.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, an Irishman in Vegas. How can that go poorly?
1: Yeah, I think that's why it was had uh, had no crowd. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting if and when the fight happens. Oh, I'm excited to see. It. It'll be a good fight, but
2: yeah. yeah. I mean, the other thing that uh, flagged up was John Jones uh, getting <laughs> getting back into the pool and uh, going from four years down to what fifteen months, fifteen months, sixteen months. Yeah, he, which
1: is up in the next two minutes, I think, because he
2: decided to snitch.
1: Apparently so. Apparently so. But yeah. uh, that's
2: a, that's, a, that's a weird one. And you know straight away he's like, oh, I'm going to challenge DC, and DC's like, fuck you. <laughs> uh, but the weird part is, he's like, fuck you, steroid monkey. I'm fighting Brock Lesnar. <laughs> like, uh, look, Jones fucking cheated.
1: Don't get me wrong, but Lesnar, uh,
2: there is not a creature on earth with more steroids in them than the Lesnar.
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. There's a few, but I think he's definitely sampled. You know, he's gone through the buffet, and he's taken a little bit of each. Where guys like Paul Harris have, you know, just scorched themselves instead.
2: He pisses on a lemon tree and the lemon tree grows
1: biceps. (laughs) Yeah, all right. And uh, we are, of course, without Brenton because he's got to work tonight. And we've put off this uh, recording of this one about eight times so far. So um, we had to get in when we could. But uh, we'll go back through uh, the prelim finals first. And you can understand Brenton not being here, not wanting to talk about the Tigers in Collingwood. Amazing game on Friday night. Um, It did feel like uh, Collingwood gave Richmond no choice.
2: Well, I was pumped up for these fight, uh, fights <laughs> these matches, but they were they were fizzers. From, uh, unless you enjoyed uh, one sided beltings, which look, well, if you're a Collingwood West Coast fan, absolutely. But um, I, I do think Collingwood and Richmond matched up well because they both play a similar sort of game. But Collingwood were cleaner, and oh, they had a
1: ruckman. Yeah, and they were just rough. They were just uh, they were on. But I thought it was still a hard fought game. Just that Collingwood won every hard fought battle. Um, As opposed to the other one, which, you know, we'll get to next, obviously. Um, But it it did feel like it was Collingwood just imposing their will. And Richmond went, oh, shit, we haven't got anything.
2: I know Cox got the chocolates for um, probably best on ground votes. I gave him best on ground. But uh, to me, Grundy was the one that really made the difference. Because you get uh, Ruckman, like um, old Nank, he taps either in front, down to a player, or he taps away from the opposition Ruckman. Yeah. Grundy taps 360. He yeah. was doing back taps, forward taps, over the top of uh, Nank's head. And when you've got that, um, what uh, what they did with the, the setup was you've got your your, your uh, Collingwood player who's sitting uh, defensive side of yep. the Richmond player. So both of them are on the defensive. Yeah. The idea being that the Richmond player can block him from running goalward, And when you've got, you can only tap in one direction, that's fine. But when you can back tap and the players know it's coming, they can make space on their man, just quick push off, run away from goals, get the ball, and give it to a guy who's running yeah. two goals from 20 metres away. And they did that so fucking often.
1: It just wasn't that. Too. you could notice when uh, Nankervis needed a rest, when Grundy was in the ruck against Grieg, or even I think Cochin went up for one or two, and uh, Jack Riewoldt, he went, right, you're going to play this half ruckman, I'm going to fucking mount monster him. And he did. He didn't let them become an extra rover. He made sure that they had nothing to do with it. And if he was tapping that ball against Greg, he was thumping it making sure he got every little bit of value out of that mismatch that he could.
2: But that was... It's, it's so smart that we don't see it often enough. Yeah. You get the big ruckman come up against a, a part-timer. Yep. And rather Taking than... Take him task. It's so often you see them tap down two metres away yeah. and the uh, the other ruckman or the other rovers ball it up and whatever. But when you can do a longer tap, you've already gained 10 metres.
1: And your players know what's coming. Yeah. Supposedly.
2: And, th- and that's... I mean, shit, that's something I did as a shitty ruckman <laughs> back in under-15s. So all right, lads, I'm going to try and aim it here. We'll go for that.
1: See what happens, yeah. Um, But you did gloss over Mason Cox there. Um, Oh, look. In in fairness. Unbelievable.
2: His best game by a fucking country mile. Who
1: could have picked it? Um, He he was quiet in the first two weeks of the finals. Um, You can see, especially the West Coast one, he was just always two metres short of the ball. Um, But this one, he had a run and leap and set... No, equaled the record for contested marks in a final.
2: It's hard to contest a bloke who's seven feet fucking tall.
1: And they gave him a run at it every time. There was a few times where you saw Bashahooli jump up and try and spoil, and he was smacking him fair in the shoulder blades.
2: And they, you know, when you're Bashahooli or Alex Rance, you got to try and rough them up.
1: you got to. But Alex Rance, they couldn't find a spot to hide him. That's how it, uh, it turned out for them.
2: Well, the, it's hard to... Um, Rance, a quality player, don't get me wrong. Of course wrong, he is, of course he is. But he's a quality player as a part of a jigsaw puzzle. He, Like, if you put him on his own... One-on-one with Cox, he's, he's Cactus. He, well, he won't win that.
1: Th- that was the problem. Like what He's he's beaten a, a lot of people one-on-one this year. Like He took Buddy um, to, to town um, You know, probably this year and last year, that I'm reminding myself of. Um, he, he's a great one-on-one player, but he, he got beaten one-on-one with Dugowie in the goal square.
2: Degowie's no slouch though. Like he is much stronger than people give him credit for.
1: No, him. but he's a third year player or a fourth year player and, and Rance is, you know, a couple of times all Australian. Um but it was just it showed that this is in the second or third quarter where they're already on the back foot. Um, and you can see the mindset was oh fucking hell, fucking hell fucking hell and too late. Um, but I but- think
2: I think Rance gets a lot of credit for what happens in that back six. Of course and, he does. And he yeah. quarterbacks that, so that's that's fine. We- but uh, without the players around him, he wouldn't be as good as he is. No, no. Which, which is true of any champion player.
1: I've said all along that if Grimes played for a different side, Rance would never be All-Australian.
2: Yeah, um, and and that's not a slight on Rance. I don't think anyone can um, do a backline independently these days. No, no. Because players just, running patterns It's just well. not how it's played. Yeah. yeah. But uh, he, he had nothing. No. He had, a, uh, he had an absolute shocker.
1: Um, obviously, one of the Trumps, trump cards of uh, Richmond's taken away with Dusty who clearly was not um, ready to play um, I no. think I think he had one effective kick all night and all the rumors about his knee turned out you know was obviously um, about right <laughs> never mind um, you know the the Tigers playing it off in the media but you got to do that sort of stuff um, geez it would have been a brave bloody coach to say no nah, you're not right sit out um, when he's dusty but he, he I don't think he had a clearance all day and um, and you know they they try to hide him down full forward uh, a lot, and when yeah. the ball's not getting down there, um, it's not going to do you much help.
2: It is, it is kind of weird that, I mean, you can't say they lost because of that because if it didn't help, no, it certainly didn't help. But uh, if they're so one dimensional, yeah, you tag out Dusty and you've won, yeah, well, which um, you know hasn't happened very often this season. Well, more
1: more than a few times in the last two years they've done that. They've gone right, we need a quick goal. Dusty went out in the goal square. Where you go. Yeah. Um, and I think he was only one out in the goal square once all game that I can recall, and he gave a push in the back. Um, you know, that was his only chance. Um, so it, it is one of their Hail Marys. You know, It is one of their big plays. Just give it to Dusty, everyone else, he'll sort it out. And he couldn't do it. Um, no. I mean- and obviously, obviously the injury.
2: And that it's also a key part for a bloke like that. Like, you look at Dangerfield or whatever. When he was injured and played forward, uh, he was very static. I mean, which you are, with a bad like, knee. Still
1: kick six. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> he did. That.
2: That's just it, because he's such a perfect kick. And yeah. he also uh, does that slight shoulder-to-shoulder push out really, really well. Oh, he was he's tall a, as well, yeah. And he's broad as fuck. Whereas Dusty, his key is his fend-off and his runs. Yep. Um, and his ability to find space. When he's hobbled, doesn't happen. And yeah. he is a uh, a much, much less effective player of course when he's not as mobile, which like, most players are.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's still, uh, I reckon if given it the choice again, I think they'd still play him. Like, you, you can't leave him out. Because um, who are you going to put in instead? Yeah, it's it's going to be, you know, Miles or Lloyd or someone. But yeah. it, there's nobody close to Dusty. Um, it was just a, a shame that the, the rest of them couldn't stand up. Yeah. Um, Rewalt had a great game.
2: And he did. And he, he has had a, I think this is his best season. I know he still won yeah. the Coleman, and, he, and that's his uh, second, third? Third. Yeah. Third. But this is by far the best one I've seen him play. Because yep. a lot of the other ones I felt, uh, he got a few gimmies. Whereas this one, he, he had some games where he tore it apart.
1: He had to work damn hard to get the get the ball. And he marked really, really well. Um, and he was the
2: only one who, who got them back into
1: it. Yeah. Um, that's what I mean. Like going into the fourth quarter, they were still down by five goals, I think, at uh, three-quarter time. But you still felt like, you know what, there's a chance here. Um, they got the first two of the final quarter, but then it, it was all the other way. And you could just see they're just running over it. But uh, I, I don't think Collingwood could have played better. No, the, no. There wasn't much else they could have done.
2: Two goals, eight for a half, you're not winning a game of footy. With no, that. no. Not unless you're playing in fucking torrential rain. <laughs> um, but no, like all credit to Collingwood. Uh, not just um, tactically, but strategically. Yeah. Yep. The way they set up was perfect to beat Richmond.
1: Yep. Uh,
2: uh, they were faster, they were cleaner. And they were just hungrier. Like the amount of times you saw their tackle stick. Yep. Um, yeah. And they were just voracious.
1: And like you said, you can't underestimate Cox because um, Richmond didn't have a plan for him because nobody expected him to do that. Collingwood didn't expect him to do that. They just wanted him to compete, not clunk everything. Um, and he kicked. What he kicked three, and he had, had a chance for a fourth. So, um, you, God, you, you don't want to hope for that from him, from a Collingwood's perspective. You know, you don't want to go, all right, that's what we need every week. You tell him that, but you're not going to rely on it.
2: 3-1, which is, you know, one miss from that. Yeah. Uh, which, um, from memory, was a gettable one, but still. Yeah.
1: But never mind that. It was eight contested marks. And every time he went near the ball, you're like, well, he's going to get this. And he did.
2: Yeah. 11 contested possessions.
1: He was actually decent below his knees. Not too bad at all. Um, and obviously, the professional men on the mark as well, um, doing that job.
2: And Um, I've got no problem with that. Like, uh, a lot of the times you see they they put the Ruckman on the goal line, which is fine. But, you know, to me, I'd rather put him on the mark and make them kick from 10 metres further out.
1: Well, there's two places you can touch the ball, isn't it? It's within uh, two metres of where it's kicked and two metres of where it's going to land. So, you know, why not guard them both?
2: But when when you're on the mark, uh, that's a bigger advantage than having a seven-foot guy on the goal line.
1: Yeah, I think so too, because it changes the kick more.
2: Yeah, and also it hassles them because they have to think about it. They're like, well, yeah. fuck. Like, and they're not going to kick just over his fingertips. They're going to try and get it well back.
1: Yeah, or they've got to, exactly, add an extra 10 metres to their kick just to make sure, um, which, unfortunately, doesn't look like many of them did. They just went closer and tried to kick it higher. But um, anyway, they'll have a long summer to think about that. Um, and also, it should be said, during the week, uh, Buckley got the Coaches Association Coach of the Year Award. Hard to argue against, really.
2: Yeah, well, I really want to, yeah. but... To do what he's done with the team he's had and the injury list to deal with. Yeah, he's
1: lost more games to injury than any other coach this year. Um,
2: he has, I think a coach's main role happens before a, the first kick is kicked. Yeah, um, it starts to, in November. You need to set up the preseason, set up the yeah. structures, set up your team to work in that plan. And, well, he's, he's done it the best. Uh, the the turnaround from one year uh, from last year to this, yeah, uh, well, it's it was literally the turnaround from getting sacked to being the number one coach in the land. Um,
1: and like I said, if you go back to like rounds four or five, and he had um, so many members of his best twenty-two out, what he's done is change his best twenty-two essentially. So if that, those guys <laughs> were uh, ready to go, you go, no, mate, I've got others now. You know, um, guys like Fasolo are not getting a look in at all, and, and Blair and Elliot and you know the, the rest of them. You go, mate. We don't need you. We haven't, we haven't got a spot for you anymore. Um, so that's what they've done is they've changed the best twenty-two by making other players better.
2: And the players they've blooded have turned out to be stars. Well,
1: literally a rising star. Um, mm-hmm. That's not a bad effort. But um, and also degoey after doing his uh, his business at the start of the year and nearly ending up on the AFL scrap heap, comes in and has a career best year like this. Oh,
2: he was never he was never on the AFL scrap heap when North had a. Career <laughs> but uh, well, how good's our, how good's North talent identification? Yeah. Fucking golden.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, Uh, I think uh, uh, a few knew that he was going to be all right, but uh, God damn it, he's he's had a good year. Um, A lot of people have made the comparison to Stevie J in 2007. Yep. um, Who uh, had similar incidents at the start of the year and went on to win a Normie. Um, He's every chance, every chance if Collingwood gets up. I
2: I think he's got that mercurial nature of Stevie J, but I think he's a bit, uh, he's a bigger unit.
1: I'd rather him right now at his best than Stevie J at his best, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yep, yep. All right, um, on to the other game, which uh, I didn't think was uh, as exciting. Um, I still found Richmond-Collingwood interesting um, because Collingwood were forcing the issue and it, Richmond just couldn't respond. It, when it came to West Coast and Melbourne, uh, I think Melbourne shot themselves in the foot and never, never gave themselves a chance.
2: Well, they they got a goal the hard way in the first half, and that's it. D- did they? Well, six points.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, um, it, it, they shot himself right from the opening get-go. I mean, Jordan Lewis gave away... A dumb handball in the back line that missed by a mile. And then I think he gave away a free kick not long after that. And you go, well, you didn't need to do that. And it cost them a goal or two. And then they could not hit a handball target to save their life. And if they did, they fumbled it.
2: But the amount of times they slipped over too. Like yeah, I was, and I was slipping watching, over, yeah. And uh, West Coast seemed, you know, pretty standard. But uh, they just kept slipping and sliding. And it wasn't even... Um, while they're turning. They were just no. running and feet out in front of them. And I don't think that's a home ground advantage. I think it's just having shit boots. No, I think
1: they were just shell-shocked. Um, I don't buy into it that they celebrated too early, you know, with their win in the first couple of finals. I think they were just overawed um, They and choked. Yep, they just fucked it up. Gorn, and Gorn had a shocker. Gorn had a shock. Gorn was well beaten and they played him exceptionally well with uh, Lysette and Vardy um, both uh, running through him. Um, and making him work for every possession that he got. Um, and I mean,
2: If you're picking a uh, Ruckman at the moment, you're picking Gorn. Like, yeah. if, if you wanted to pull one in. But as a pure tap Ruckman, Grundy's got him.
1: Yeah, maybe. Maybe he does. I think Gorn's better around the ground. But, uh, say, uh, no, I'll go the exact opposite. I'd say uh, Grundy's better around the ground.
2: Well, in that case, I've got Grundy all over the top. Because yeah. I think Grundy talks to his rovers much, much better. Because uh, the amount of times Gorn would tap it somewhere, and then there's a West Coast player there. Yeah. Or he's tapping it uh, just down to the ground... And uh, it's he's relying on contested possession wins, which normally they can get away with when you've got uh, you know Oscar McDonald and yeah. um, Viney. Viney, I thought, was one of the few guys that could hold his yeah. head high. Yeah.
1: Uh, just like Rewalt was the only one for Richmond, I thought Viney was the only one um, for uh, for Melbourne. He, he tried. He uh, was relentless. Yeah.
2: He fucked up a few times, don't get me wrong, but he never, ever took a short step.
1: No. Uh, I, I thought he was great.
2: Most you could ask for in a bloke in a final. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, j- I do think, though, that people are getting a little bit too excited with Melbourne because um, they beat you know Geelong and Hawthorne, but Geelong weren't good. And Hawthorne controlled a lot of that game and still lost by six goals. But um, Melbourne weren't world beaters. And I reckon they came up here, they were just a little bit off, and that was enough. And West Coast were just such a machine um, running at the top. Yeah. Darling and Kennedy, they look like, yep, yeah, we're ready. We're back to this. Um, especially Kennedy. He looked on from the first quarter.
2: Yeah, I think I think Melbourne's ingredients are there. But they don't have that, um, I guess, that uh, arrogance. Like, you know, that, uh, all right, we've dropped the first three goals, doesn't fucking matter, let's do it this. Uh, which isn't going to happen when you haven't played finals in 12 years or whatever it is. But, um, but though, it, I think this will be uh, a stepping stone for them and I don't think they're dropping off.
1: I, I hope that they don't take too much that... Uh, we we choke we you know, we stuffed, they stuffed it up because they did but they can't fall back and go you know what we we really let one go here we we missed this one no um, and I always go back to was it Port Adelaide in uh, twenty fourteen or twenty twelve one or the other um, where they lost that uh, prelim and then they had like a, a lost prelim hangover for like, two years I go yeah but remember that prelim we're only one kick away. I don't think Melbourne are going to do like that. They should be like, well, you know what? We made a prelim.
2: They weren't one kick away either. No,
1: they, was, were, they were 11.
2: This wasn't a, a bad beat. This was a beat.
1: Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, um, West Coast won a prelim final by 60 points. Uh, I still think they got room for improvement. You know, there were a couple of times where uh, they'd fumble the ball and they'd turn around, look around. Oh, I got this. All right. oh, pick it up below. Another go. You know, there was just no pressure on them whatsoever. Um, they couldn't help but play well.
2: Yeah. The. And so many stars.
1: Well, um, like we said, Kennedy and Darling. Darling needs to make up a lot um, for his uh, past finals performances. Um, but mm. uh, I think he's, he's on the track for it. Um, Elliot Yo did whatever he wanted. Um, Hearn and McGovern down back, they had it easy. Um, even though McGovern did have a little bit of an injury scare.
2: Liam Ryan, how exciting was he to watch?
1: Isn't he? And, and uh, Willie, him and Willie Rioli up forward. Obviously, um, they're... Uh, you know, you've got two <coughs> massive tall targets um, down forward and you've got them crumming underneath. Two
2: absolute terriers who yeah. can put it through the sticks from anywhere.
1: And not just that, but both of them play well up the ground as well. So you're getting that run through. Um, but uh, young Ryan, Liam... Uh, it is Liam Ryan, isn't it? Yeah. Loves a leap too. Goes for it, he does. Mm. But, uh, yeah, not when... that for
2: a second-year player.
1: <laughs> no, he's done, done well. Um, so, you know, they have winners all over the ground, though. They, like I said... They, they had no choice to be <laughs> i think you know they all beat their man you know and, yeah. and some of it was just by rocking up
2: uh, i thought shuey he was he was godlike yeah like just he's such um a complete player now like he's strong he yeah. runs fast he generally is pretty good by foot or by hand um i wouldn't say he's judo or uh, ablet like yet but he, he's he gets a lot he's looking close
1: he gets a lot of the ball um, but yeah, uh, like I said, 60 odd points and Lewis Jetta was having, you know, pot shots from 70, um, you know, putting on top of the goal square, but they just had winners all over the ground. It was just, it was too easy for them. That is their only real scare going into the grand final is that their prelim was too easy. Yeah. How's that for four?
2: Well, it didn't take a lot out of them either. No,
1: it didn't. Oh, well, only McGovern's injury, which I reckon, uh, might be a little bit worse than, uh, than they, they're trying to play off because, uh, they had a training run today or yesterday, I think. And uh, he couldn't even walk laps yet, uh, which is, I don't think you're foxing if you, you know, he can't walk laps. Hmm. But um, he, he's been named. They've named the teams now. We're recording this on Thursday night, so um, he's uh, hes named. Well, you're and always going to name him, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. But uh, late change in a grand final is fucking cruel.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Unless he already knows. Yeah.
1: Well, still. Um, but he, he is the kind of player, like, that they need him. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, we may as well... We'll go straight into the grand final. We'll talk about all the other stuff afterwards. But uh, um, he is going to have a job down back with Mason Cox. And it's going to be interesting because uh, everybody said the way to play McGovern is you've got to play in front of him. Uh, you can't let him... Um, you can't be behind him. You've got to be in front and lead the ball. Um,
2: Cox can't be in front of him. Well, He doesn't need to be in front of him. No,
1: but Cox... The way to beat Cox is you've got to be in front of Cox. You cannot stand behind Cox. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so sorry, McGovern. You got to be behind McGovern. Ah, bloody, I'm stuffing it up. Um, so McGovern can't play Cox from behind, and that's what he wants to do because he wants to flow off. But um, I don't think he can reach over him. Um, if he plays in front of him, um, it's it's going to be interesting. But uh, I think he's got to outmuscle Cox, and somebody has to be in front because you can't let him have a run and leap at the ball. Um, if his hands are anything like uh, they were last week, you got no chance. You, all you're going to do is give away free kicks.
2: Well, on the grand final, uh, to me, this is um, we talked about the matchups in the prelims last week. The matchups here are perfect, and the the one that will decide the match, to me, is uh, the off field matchup of uh, Simpson and Buckley, because I think the way the two teams line up, you've got um, the power of West Coast Eagles because they, they're a stronger team,
1: they're a bigger side physically, physically bigger, uh, yeah. not taller, versus
2: the speed of Collingwood. And it's one of those ones where if, if Colin get an inch of room, they will run over the top of it. Yeah. But if West Coast decide, fuck this, it's a grand final, Yeah. Uh, every time you bastards go near the ball, I'm tackling you. And I'm tackling you hard. Hard. Yep. And uh, if you have the veteran tackles where, uh, oh, look, you got rid of the ball, but we're still both going down, and yeah. I might put a no on your ribs, which any player that's played over 200 games does those tackles oh, all I, the fucking time. I think
1: every player over 50. Oh, pull that <laughs> down a little <laughs> bit, I think. Except for maybe Gary Ablett. But... Um, <laughs> No, you said tackle, so yeah,
2: fair, fair enough. But uh, and in the grand final, if ump says, "Oi, stop the tummy taps!" Like, yeah. yeah, sure, sure, ump, sure.
1: Yeah. Hey, <laughs> give me the fine, right? <laughs> I'll oh. fucking take it. But uh, that's just a few more autographs I signed. That's it.
2: If you're, um, you know, Shuey or Ryan or whoever they're going to put through the middle, you're shoulder to shoulder with Pendlebury. Uh, probably, so he's more used to it. But I'd say Trelaw especially coming from injury. Yeah. You're going to be punching him in the shoulder every 10 seconds. Yeah, and side
1: bottom. You've got to put time into side <laughs> you
2: bottom. You have to. Uh, he will kill you. Um, to me, he's he's the one that decides it. If, if Collingwood win, he's North Smith. Yep. Uh, if West Coast win, it's Shuey.
1: Um, yeah, uh, and I think if West Coast win, it could be a number of players, you know, um, because really their big um, advantage is their forward line. Yeah. Um, Goldsack and how how had a little bit of an injury worry, you know, last week against Richmond, but obviously Rewalt got a hold of Goldsack, um, and and that's a delicate sentence to say. <laughs>
2: uh, I, I can't see Goldsack having a better game against Kennedy if Kennedy's on. Yeah, uh, to the point where I think if Cox starts looking like he's going to make something happen, they can just take Darling or Vardy or Lysette and say, all right, you stick yeah. on him. Maybe even both of you. Fuck yeah. it.
1: we got two Ruckman. They've got one and a half. We'll play our two versus their one and a half. Just man him up. So yeah. there you go.
2: Yeah. Uh, because they've got those options. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I'll tell you what, though. It's going to be fun to watch. Because yeah. that's one of those ones where if they decide to do that in the first quarter, then West Coast well, are in the shit because they've a, gone to their B plan.
1: It's a hard matchup anyway, regardless, because you got got um, Howe and Goldsack have got to pick up Kennedy and Darling. And Darling's stronger So you probably think, um, you know, that's a better matchup for a gold sack. But Darling also plays up the ground more, which is where you want Howe. So is Howe going to leap over the top of him? And, yeah, they're going to have to have a really good uh, back six um, system to combat that. Because um, they're they're big, tall targets, you know. And uh, the MCG likes big, tall forwards.
2: I mean, the criticism last year was that they don't have forwards to kick goals. Uh, Dugowie and Cox have, you know, had that role. Yeah. And, you know, successfully. And Stevenson. Yeah, and Stevenson and done it very, very well. But if you're picking a forward line out of these yeah. two teams, you're starting with Kennedy. You might go to Goey second, but Darling is your third at, at worst.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, I 100% agree. Um, you know, it, in Kennedy's first, and you don't even have to think about it. To um, Goey can get him with speed, and that's going to be interesting how they match him up. Um, but again, it might be just uh, is Hearn or. Um, uh, McGovern dropping into the space. But, but if you
2: need to, you can throw Liam Ryan back there and tell him to run off halfback.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It'd be, it'd be tough. Out of the goal square, I, would, I wouldn't like Liam Ryan. But. but
2: that's that's why I like this match because the coach is so fucking involved. Yeah. It's going to be how you adapt to each other because their game plans are so different yep. that how you absorb their A game and then how you adapt to their B game because each coach will have, they'll have looked at so much game footage, have so many different plans. Uh, they're going to go in be- and they're going to have to make changes.
1: It's control versus pressure. You know, West Coast will control it and uh, Collingwood will pressure it. Um, one interesting factor for this game too, I think the uh, the last um, Bureau of Meteorology report that I saw said no rain, but it could be 12 degrees. That's fucking cold. Like, that's real cold. Colder than Perth. <laughs> Especially Perth. I think they had 26 last week. So, you know, it's half the temperature. Um, which I don't know if it plays something, but it might me something. I mean, it's better than, uh, you know, playing in 30-degree weather, you know, which uh, Collingwood wouldn't be used to, um, and uh, the West Coast Eagles might be more.
2: If it does get a bit dewy, who do you think that suits better?
1: I think definitely Collingwood, um, even though it means, like, if it rained, and so let's say it's wet and greasy, um, it, it does sort of negate Kennedy and Darling to a certain extent, Um whereas Dugowie, Stevenson, um, they're going to be fine in the wet. They're going to like it in the wet. That won't bother them at all.
2: See, I'm the opposite. I know a lot of people have said that same point, um, but I'm going to be contrary there. I think uh, Collingwood's speed is their main weapon, and in the wet, your speed gets uh, blunted a little bit.
1: Slow them down a little bit, you reckon?
2: Yeah, I reckon so, and that's going to mean... You know That extra heartbeat to lead a target, that extra uh, moment when you're trying to goose-step someone. So I think it's one of those ones where it won't help either team by any means, because neither of them are the the Scraggers that we saw from Footscray a couple of years back. But uh, I think big guys are still big in the wet, whereas little guys need to work a bit
1: harder. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, that's for sure. Um, the wet might negate Grundy a little bit as well, but um, he, he's he's basically a ruck rover, um, so he's probably still a value you now that I think about it.
2: This is what I find kind of hard. Like, um, I, I love the the underdog story of uh, Buckley coming through. Yeah, but I also yeah. love the story of him knocking back North twice, <laughs> Brisbane <laughs> and, once, and, and then going to on Yeah, But I, I mean, so. but you know, it, how, it would be pretty petty to not wish a champion player a Premiership. I'm
1: I'm fine with I'm, being petty. I'm a little yeah. bit
2: petty. Um, so I can live with that. Uh, that's, it. but the thing is, too, if he does manage to get one here, no person on this green earth can say he doesn't deserve it. I ah, fucking oath, no, which, he has,
1: which shits me even more. <laughs> yeah, um, no, obviously we've said it many times. I, I would have had him sacked before this year, um, and I probably still would have had him sacked in round two or three. Yeah, mind you, I would have sacked Hardwick in about twenty
2: twelve yeah. too. Um, and and even with that, I, I know everyone. Loves to dislike Collingwood, except for Collingwood supporters. But there's a lot of likeable players on Collingwood. Like Grundy, I think he's a champion
1: bloke. Yeah, there is, but they're still Collingwood, so fuck him.
2: Yeah, Cox is a fantastic lad.
1: Um, Trelaw, fuck him. Um, he's yeah, a, no, Treloar's a dick. Trelaw can eat a dick because he came out and said uh, the rest of Victoria should get around uh, Collingwood, you know, because it's us versus the Vicks. No, mate, that's not how this fucking works. Well,
2: I'm on West Coast solely for the fact that uh, if West Coast win, I won't have to hear about it.
1: Um, also, if West Coast win... Uh, sorry, if Collingwood win, that's 16 flags. That means they're equal with Carlton and Essendon. Yeah, and I don't like can't, Carlton and Essendon can't be, doing that. can't be having them equal.
2: Oh, hang on. How much will it set Carlton... Could this be worth it? No, probably not. No, no it's still not worth it.
1: Um, so, uh, what's your tip then? You're tipping West Coast?
2: Actually, I've made the joke, but I generally do think West Coast. Because uh, yep. I don't think... Um, Collingwood have the muscle for a grand final and it's going to go the knuckle. There will absolutely be melees, there will be (laughs) people getting gut punches and it'll be... like If West Coast uh, channel 1980, (laughs) it's going to be manic. And plus, West Coast have more players in the grand final. Granted, a lot of them didn't play very fucking well. Um, How many premiership players are going to be around?
1: Um, There'll be probably half a dozen on um, Collingwood's list still. No, probably less than that. So, what, Sybottom, Pendlebury gold sack, that, that might be it, you know.
2: See, I'd really like uh, like to see Simpson get in Buckley's head, just turn up with his premiership medallion <laughs> on, and just be like, yeah, i have got one of these, have you?
1: Does he have two? He might have two. I think he does, actually. Yeah,
2: yeah the 96 and 99. Yeah.
1: Um, Whereas on the other side, I know there's Lewis Jetta, obviously. Um, Hutchings, did he win one? Was he at the Bulldogs? No, that was Hambling. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I think just Jetta on the other side. He must be the only one. So, yeah, not many out there.
2: Yeah, so, um, Simo, if you're listening, wear, <laughs> wear them both and just let them jingle as you go on into the breakfast. Uh, you know, maybe put uh, put a couple around your deck and wave at it, Buckley. <laughs> Who knows? Just put him off any way you can because, let's be honest, whichever coach blinks first yeah. uh, is going to lose.
1: Well, the coach that blinks first will be the one which, uh, you know, the doesn't get the run um, early on. Um, But, uh, yeah, you you tip West Coast. I'm also on West Coast. I I can't believe they're not favourites in in this game. They've had a canter through. Last time they played in Perth, I thought Collingwood owned the game, but Mm. didn't uh, make the most of their opportunities. And uh, Darling and Kennedy only really got going in the final quarter. I don't think Collingwood are going to have it on their terms as easily as they did um, three weeks ago, and they still lost that game.
2: The other thing I think, too, is that uh, West Coast finished second. I think we've been sleeping on them a little for bit. a reason. Yeah, uh, Collingwood had a, a great run. Yeah, um, you could argue had the be- better draw, based on home games and yeah, traveling. Fuck and all that. They it beat
1: they beat Richmond in the MCG. Nobody else did.
2: Yeah. No, they have both uh, both teams have done well, but I think Collingwood's just got that bit uh, bit better experience. Uh, sorry, uh, West Coast have got a bit yeah. better experienced players, and they've got the um, the muscle and the that that spot yeah. of arrogance. And I think. Uh,
1: I know they. It's being talked about a fair bit in the media this week, but they go back to 2015 where they were favourites as well, um, and probably a, a dozen of their players out there had the worst game of their career. Hmm. It's not going to happen twice. Well, Shuey's not going to be that bad. Kennedy's not going to go goalless. Um, Gap, Darling's not going to drop fucking sitters. It can't happen again.
2: Gaff will probably have a worse day, but <laughs> uh, and, and that's one thing too. If Gaff and New are in there, they're favourites.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, well, I mean, but they're not. They're so. not, and they won't be. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm I'm tipping West Coast. Um, and I I reckon they're going to have a bit of party time with 20 minutes to go.
2: Jeez, it'll be funny, though, um, in the following days. I, I know uh, everyone's got an opinion about every trade that ever happens. Of course. But if, if you're, your team's in the grand final yep. and you have not signed yet...
1: <laughs> I know, it's funny with Gaff, isn't
2: it? Uh, look, it's one of those ones, too, with his dad being sick. Maybe he's just like, look, I'm not even thinking about it until the grand final is yeah. over. That's bullshit. Everyone's thinking about it at every stage.
1: I did like the article and interview he did with AFL.com uh, where he said, you know, it's, it's only my fault. You're know, like, oh, yeah, it is, champ. Yeah, you know, that's why he's, um, why he's not playing. Um, every indication from the outside looks like he's comfortable there, he likes being there, and he's going to stay. But he hasn't signed. And, and you reckon leading into a grand final, if you are going, if you'd already made up your mind to sign, you would announce it now. You wouldn't yes. at the start of the week. So which means either he's made a decision to go or he really has not made a decision at all yet.
2: Yeah, and everyone's got an opinion. Only he knows, but
1: yeah, and that's what I'm saying. He might not. Yeah,
2: I would. I would honestly say that uh, if you're in a team that's going into the grand final, and one of your better players hasn't signed yet, hasn't yeah. let you know what he's doing, if he ever was going to sign, you'd be like, mate, let us know now. Yeah. We can just forget about it. Uh, whatever. Well, that's it. But imagine though, West Coast do win, and you're the bloke that didn't get uh, the medallion—the out because you belted someone. Like, if yeah. you get injured, that's different. Like it's out of your hands. but you had that one
1: moment of snap, and, yeah. uh, and it's it cost, cost you a flag. Cost you. It'll be something that you know it gets brought up 20 years from time. You know. Yeah. I mean, um, you'll get three with North, but still. <laughs> yeah, of course you will. <laughs> um, all right, so there are our tips. We're both on West Coast. I tried to get Brenton um, to get his tip, but I, I couldn't get it. So let's just assume he's on West Coast as well, because he hates Collingwood as much as the rest of us. So we're an all West Coast uh, pick here. But I, um, I do think, though, whoever wins the first quarter wins the game. Okay, yeah. There won't be no come from behind victory here.
2: No, it'll be uh, as soon as one team gets a bit of a run, either the Collingwood crowd will shut up. Yep. Uh, or they'll be in full voice and, and you won't be able to stop them. Oppressive. So, look, uh, get out of the gates hard, kick the first three, game over.
1: All right, let's talk about a bit of the sundry stuff before we sign off. Um, we did have, oh, got to mention the VFL Grand Finals. Yeah. Um, no, I'll be very quick on that one. It was a great game. Um, and Brennan Whitecross, after missing out through three or four, f- three AFL flags and two VFL flags through knee injuries, um, he finally pulls in a, a, a premiership in the VFL. Um, so that was good. Anyway, um, I also heard the Sandful Grand Final was an absolute bolter, uh, belter, uh, biggest
2: Sandford crowd ever. Yeah, forty
1: grand, forty thousand. Mm. A big Grand Final. Which- that, that's Damn impressive!
2: It's a bit rough to win the flag after having a week before having too many men on the yeah, field for about nine minutes. Yeah, I
1: do um, agree uh, that they should they shouldn't have been playing. But um, anyway, they did and they won, so that's the end of that. Um, I mean, they're not going to asterisk it now. No, it happened, they can't. Happened in the preliminary. You can argue about it all you like, um, but it uh, won't change it. Not now. No. Spe- not because they're on drugs. Speaking of which, we'll get on to the Brownlow Medal. Um, the the favourite got up for the third or fourth year in a row. Um, the short price favourite, but. Um, mm. Even watching the the count, I wasn't that convinced he was going to get there.
2: Well, I know I sent to you about uh, just before the um,
1: about the half buy rounds.
2: Uh, Sidebottom was up by about three or four.
1: Three or four. Yeah, I think he had. Oh, he had fifteen votes at, at yeah. the at the turn.
2: And I'm like, look, he,
1: that's a lot.
2: The reason I thought that was because uh, when players have an early run and they're getting votes, generally they'll earn a couple of ones and twos that they. Wouldn't get otherwise because the umpires are used to
1: voting yeah, for They've noticed them. They're going, oh, yeah. him again, yeah. And I
2: think, too, umpires, like the rest of us, don't want to look dumb, uh, like yep. they did in round two when they gave Marley Williams three votes for doing fuck all.
1: <laughs> he, got, he got his 14 kicks.
2: I'm like, mate, are you fucking serious? Uh, and then Ben Cunningham gets 32 contested possessions, a world record, and doesn't get a vote. Like, fucking hell. But anyway, yep. um, I, I think generally umpires will look at back at the game, because you're not thinking about it while well, you're... No, umpiring. I would dare say, not having umpired an AFL game myself, but uh, they go, all right, yeah. Well, I voted for him before. He had a good game. Yeah, got a few. Yeah, he'll get my one or two. Because uh, normally you can tell the superstar. You can tell who the best of the losing team was. Yeah, and it's that one vote where you're like, ah, oh, sidey, he had a good one.
1: Um, it was a few of the Richmond games actually. I think it was five or six games that they won where the opposition player got three votes. Um, including a 77-point win over Frio where Nat Fife got the best on ground. But I remember watching the game, I'm like, he was best on ground <laughs> like by a country mile. I think a lot of that spoke to the way Richmond played all year, that it was such an even spread of mm. uh, con- con- contribution.
2: Well, the thing with the votes too is that you'll often see um, the, the players who get suspended won't get votes the rest of the season.
1: <laughs> yeah, they tend to get ignored after that.
2: Yeah, which... Well, you, you, I'm not a fan of that, because it means that players are getting votes that wouldn't have gotten that wouldn't otherwise. wouldn't have got
1: it otherwise, yeah. I agree.
2: Um, I think it's, you know, if a player's ineligible, you can still vote for him. Yeah. That's just his bad fucking luck. Yeah. Because if he gets suspended the last match or the first match, you're still ineligible.
1: I read, um, there was an interview with a couple of umpires, and they were talking about um, about that, about, you know, they love that um, the umpires vote on the Brownland medal, and they keep it as that. Yeah. Um, I also don't. think I don't think the, the umpires get invited to the Brownlow Medal either, which is interesting. Jeez, would you go? You'd yeah. have yeah. ninety odd players going. Oi, <laughs> Oi, mate!
2: Yeah, you gave me didn't give me any votes when I got fucking ten goals.
1: But um, they did say you know sometimes uh, a player gets a bit lippy and stuff like that, and uh, they might not get a vote. But they argued that it is the best and fairest. So I, I can when I heard that I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, it does fit as the bill depending on what like.
2: Depending on how they're lippy, if they're like, what was that for, ump? And he's like, you pushed in the back, and then the replay shows, no, you fucking didn't. Yeah. Then you'd be like, well, that's just you being fucking petty. Yeah. But if it's like uh, you pushed in the back, it's abuse. No, I fucking didn't, you dickhead. 50 metres. Then you've probably done yourself out of a vote, and that's fair enough.
1: Yeah. But uh, I just, I never considered it that way. I'm like, because I I thought, yeah, that's just petty, but it is called a best and fairest for a reason. And that's why, you know, suspension gets out. I go, okay, okay. I don't like it, but I can understand it.
2: Like it depends on. Whether the ump's uh, getting uh, a bit a, of a, constructive yeah. criticism, for or his flat up, out abuse, or whether it's uh, a player being a dick, yeah, um, umpires can be dicks too. Let's not uh, <laughs> worry about that one at all.
1: It's good to see goal of the year and mark of the year went to worthy winners um, because there was some fuckery going on there last year, especially with the mark of the year. But I have no problem whatsoever with Ben Hig- uh, Ben Higgins, fucking Jack Higgins, uh, Jack Higgins uh, round the post being called a goal. Oh,
2: heart going a, a million. Oh. Minutes a second. I was
1: watching that game, and I remember I just stood up and went, "You can't be serious! That is brilliant! That is unbelievable!" Um, and that's why it should always be goal of the year. That one, um, and Heaney's mark. It could have been Heaney's or Walters, um, as far as I concerned, but they were absolute screamers for mark of the year this year. So
2: I did like Higgin's speech because I, I don't believe he prepared one. <laughs> oh, really? What, because what gives it away? You can't you can't prepare that level of idiocy
1: because <laughs> his heart was going a thousand minutes per second.
2: Yeah, but, oh, fuck it. He makes John Barnes look like Stephen Hawking. <laughs> but uh, it's, well, hard not to like, it's hard not to like the lad, is he? Because he is who he is yeah. and there's no apologies there. And, He's a
1: first-year player. And
2: fair play to the lad. Um, I'm pretty sure he skipped out on year 11 and 12 <laughs> to do recess.
1: No, he, he literally did skip yeah. out on, on high school, yeah.
2: Or maybe it was just year 12, I don't know. It
1: was, I think it didn't look like it was a lot of year 11 in him, to be honest. Either <laughs> He might
2: have turned up for a PE. Yeah. But, uh, you know... It's His instincts are solid, you got to say that. Yep. And he he was trying like hell not to say the word throw. Oh, no. they, they say, what'd they you do with it? No. I put it out here and then yeah, I, I placed I, it on the boot, <laughs> making a throwing motion think, with his hand.
1: <laughs> I think he said, I dropped it upwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he might have said that. It might have been in one of the interviews um, beforehand, but, uh, which is beautiful. I love it. Yeah, great. Um, but uh, that was good. Um, and obviously, uh, Tommy Mitchell had it sewn up um, with a couple of rounds to spare. Um, which is good because it allowed Clarko to get a quick nap in.
2: I did see that too. <laughs> what, what drives me nuts though is that after it was decided, they're like, all right, and round 22. And then bang, 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 bang. Like, it was like we, calling the
1: races. Can we fucking do this pace all night? <laughs> no, I, I like it being uh, uh, three votes. S- at-
2: Pendlebury. Pendlebury. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> I I love the pause. You've got to have it. It's just like the goal umpires. They know it's a goal. When they walk up to the goal line, he's got to wait that little second.
2: How do you feel when you're Pendlebury though? Like every time you get a vote, everyone's like, oh.
1: <laughs> Bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> Collingwood is used to b- the booze. Do
2: you reckon he's just throwing the finger at side bottom? He's like, <laughs> fuck you. But
1: I do like when it gets down to that last one. It's like, you know, round 22 or whatever, you've had three kicks. And you're like, but I could get this one. You never know. <laughs> I could get a vote. <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, that's right. Um, but it was exciting d- towards the end um, with them both coming in because I, I started going frantically back through the stats of the last games. I'm like, no, no, he's got a chance here, he's got a chance here, no chance there, no chance there. Um, biggest surprise on the night was Brayshaw,
2: 21 I did, votes. I did like uh, his cheek too. You yeah, see he did get invited. When he's like, uh, yeah. yep, uh, big night getting the uh, third place Brownlow medal. <laughs> Uh, my I was dressed by cotton on in hey, my lounge room.
1: Hey, I got a plug-in for the sponsors. What a professional.
2: Oh, he's going places. Yeah,
1: isn't he? Um, now, you said it, and I think a lot of other people said it as well, the helmet might be a lot to do with that.
2: Well, I did say that because in the past, you have seen players who stand out get noticed. And that's just uh, human nature. Yeah. You have 20 blokes look the same, and oh. you don't know which one's done well. You, but you don't so, see their numbers.
1: Some blokes got a neck tattoo.
2: Yeah, or some blokes died is, uh uh, brown hair, bright white, and has a goatee and moustache.
1: Well, red by all accounts. Well, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah, um, um it, they, it's they do something to stand out.
2: Yeah, and the NBA guys do it too. Uh, you know, they dye their fucking hair in mohawks and shit, whatever. But uh, I, I don't think it hurts matters at all.
1: So, how many votes do you reckon the helmets worth?
2: Oh, 20?
1: I reckon. I thought Brayshaw might have got eight or nine votes. Um, and he got 21. So I'm saying it's worth 10 on that or, yeah. or more on that maths, which isn't good. Um, but it would have pissed off a lot of people because I know, um, highest vote getter per club is a really nice betting option for a lot of people. And you could have had Clayton Oliver. You could have had Maxi Gorn and you would have been wrong in, mm. in both of them. Mm. Even if you tried to quinella the two, you still got it wrong. Um, so yeah, he was the biggest surprise for me. um, but uh, yeah, I thought Tommy Mitchell spoke really well um, with his Brandlow medal. Um, oh, Clark it is disagreed. <laughs> Clarko had heard it all before. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, that's... Uh...
2: I did like how he said his misses helped him out. Didn't he? Geez. I thought he was going to propose, to be honest. he he dropped a couple of the average... I think he went from 30... Something point eight to 30 something point six over the years, so she's cost him point two.
1: <laughs> he had one less disposal than he had last year, and he played uh, one more game or two more games. Yeah, so, hand,
2: she, so she's been no fucking help at all. Yeah, oh well, unless played... she's managed to go and you know stick a, a kidney punch into Gorney and <laughs> Grundy and uh, well,
1: Sidebottom was the one you needed,
2: Dangerfield, and all those guys. Maybe she has, maybe she's a fucking ninja.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll go with that. That can work.
2: I can't remember her name, to be honest.
1: No, it doesn't matter either. Um, all right, so just as we wrap up, is there any more big trade news that uh, you've been keeping your eye on since oh, North are linked to e- bloody um, everyone?
2: Honestly, I, I think North are going to have three teams next you
1: year. Say the talent acquisition might be... Oh, sorry, talent identification might be good. But, geez, they can't count well because they, they know they've only got 42 on a list, right?
2: Yeah, although it seems like we've got rid of eight. Um, at the moment, Polek and Hall are
1: quite likely. They're done, I think. Well, done. Polak is actually done, because he's already said it. Hall is most likely. Um, there was a North player that um, had a look up at Sydney this, this uh, week. Clark. Clark, was it? Yeah.
2: Uh, he's a young lad that I don't mind, but fuck, he is terrible by foot. And, and he's he's light, too. Yeah. So, honestly, uh, him leaving, you will have 99% of North members willing to give him his cad fare to the airport. Yeah. Uh, which might actually get him an Uber halfway or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> bit of a whipping boy, you say?
2: Uh, he's one of those lads where if he cleans up his possession, because he gets a fair bit of the ball yeah. off the of half back in the back pocket, uh, he'd be a, a, a golden player. But his possession shit. Yeah. So you shouldn't be trying to fix that at AFL level. That should happen much earlier. Um, and the other thing is to in the, in the other direction. Uh, Nick Newman's been flagged to come to North. Yeah. Uh, may happen, may not, whatever. He'll probably spend a bit of time in VFL. Today. He's a list clogger. But uh, the interesting one for me is Alex Johnson. Um, <sighs> they're bringing him over uh, as an off field, not as a player. Really? Well, that's the. What they're saying is look, you come over, uh, you have a, a coaching apprenticeship, so you work with uh, a secondary mm-hmm. backline coach or whatever. Yeah. Or midfield coach, who knows. And we'll see how you are at the end of the season. And Right. To be fair, North managed to get uh, Jared Wade up for more matches than Carlton oh. did, despite the fact that he was older. So, yeah, hang on. their medicos aren't too bad.
1: More matches than Carlton. How many did you play, though, per season? Like, what is his average?
2: Uh, North, I think, was about 13. Yeah. At Carlton, I think it was about 10. Yeah. So, and I'm making those numbers up. Yeah, but uh, yeah. let's be honest, if you're Carlton, you're not checking. <laughs>
1: I'll tell you what, I, I'm i not going to go check because that sounds about right. That's what I mean. Like He would have averaged 13 a season at, at North. But at getting best,
2: a but, 35-year-old injury-prone up 13 per season, I think that's fucking good, yeah, good numbers. But, They've hey, done well.
1: You're right. That's not bad. But now you're dealing with Alex fucking Johnson. When it comes to injuries, there is none greater.
2: Uh, We've got Paul O'Hearn <laughs> uh I, I like the fact that america has gone... It's like when you you bring a a car that's been in a crash to a mechanic, and they're like, it's going to be expensive. We can do this. Uh, Need to replace this, replace that. Look, it's cheaper to just get a new one. Oh, but I like this one. Look, I reckon we can do it. Yeah, yeah. I reckon we can do it. And in fact, I reckon we can probably make it better. It'll be lighter. That's the thing, too. He's probably lost about... A but kilo of cartilage.
1: It's a good pick-up for North, too, because uh, if you have him on coach's list, and while he's obviously going through another reconstruction... Well, he's cheap. Um, th- not that, just that, but uh, Sydney is still footing the bill. Actually, that's true. They have to pay for the, the knee, Rico, and then you can pick him up once he's ready. So he's
2: very fucking cheap. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe that will be part of the deal or something. I, I honestly don't well, know well, what happens with that sort of thing. He,
1: he, yeah, well, he's still covered under his insurance and all that, so it's, they're not going to touch it. That um, was only being facetious. Uh, but... Um, he is obviously a delisted free agent, so you don't have to give up anything for him. No, he just walks straight in. Well, hobbles.
2: Well, <laughs> crutches in. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't mind that because for all his flaws, and most of them, are his left knee is right knee. Yeah. Uh, no, the, he's a good player. The mental strength you have to have to keep coming yeah. back, I think, is something that
1: and and want to do it again. Yeah,
2: but I think that's something that makes you a good coach when you're. There's, like you said, there's been no player have a more in more. A worse injury run than him. Yeah. Uh, What's the six knee rec- ricos? Yeah, this is his sixth. Uh, which case, give the game away, lad. You're done. <laughs> I I agree with that too. But the fact you still had the mental strength to keep coming back after five it says a lot. It does, yeah. and uh, that's the sort of bloke you want around a club. Uh, not necessarily around the young lads and showing them how <laughs> to do stretches or anything. But uh, I, I've got no problem with having that guy around. Just. Uh, like a, I think it's smart to say, look, uh, let's see how you go, yeah. And if you if you're right, end of the year, we'll rookie draft you uh, and go from there.
1: Um, what about the talk about Wingard? I reckon there's absolutely nothing in this at all, and it's just uh, old chatty chatty Wingard trying to drive his price a little bit north.
2: No, he's the, well, he's not coming to north. Let, no, let's no. Let's not throw that in there.
1: His man. price,
2: but uh, I I think there's something there. I think he's one of the lads that.
1: Uh, so you reckon he's going to the Bulldogs?
2: I don't know about the Bulldogs. But I think I think there's a lot of clubs that will be talking to him. It just depends on whether it's something you can get done. Well,
1: yeah, um,
2: whether uh, Port going to be fair, like reasonable, and yeah. go. Well, look, he's a quality player. You give us a.
1: We want four first round draft picks. Yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah fuck off. That's why I think I think he's just trying to get an extra couple of hundred out. Um, and I can't see, I just cannot see him leaving Port Adelaide or Adelaide. Um, and I don't think Adelaide are going to pick him up either. There's no way that they'd be fair and reasonable in the trade on either end of the table at that one. No. It'd be fun to watch, though.
2: Um, but a few other updates. Uh, Taylor Jurea, apparently two of the Swans.
1: Had a look around the Swans. Um, not a bad idea for him, either, because he was stuck in the VFL for the last half of the year, um, not getting a game at the, at the Hawks, obviously.
2: I think he's handy there, too,
1: to be honest. Well, I mean, somebody said it online, like, we don't want another fringe player. And I'm like, he's, he, he has two premierships to his name, but he is a fringe player. Um, he's a lot like Suckling, who went off to uh, the Bulldogs, obviously, who's also a dual premiership player. Hmm. Um, but it's just like, you know, if you're the 22nd best player at one team, you're like...
2: Mm-hmm. I don't think he gets in ahead of uh, Jarman Impey, even though I think Impey is... Well, he didn't. A, he, he didn't. Yeah, he's so. got a bit of way to go, Impey. But I think Jurea's got a bit longer Yeah. Uh, to go. Uh,
1: um, but, uh, you know, the Swans have obviously lost a couple of people as well, and uh, depth was one of their issues this year, so... Um, they're, they're trying to fill that up obviously
2: well we already know that uh,
1: Hanbury is going to the Saints so that's done
2: yep uh, and uh, who else was it
1: uh, oh god
2: Hanbury Newman, Newman Newman Rowan, Rowan. Uh, is uh, talking about it as well yeah
1: uh, Rowan was told by the Swans go see what you can find yeah um, and I think he's rumoured to be looking at Geelong because God knows they love to pick up a player
2: yeah um, he was another one that toured north uh, yeah. but I think that's just because his mates have Ben Cunnington um so they need a bit of midfield depth. So I think I don't think Dreyer is a starting midfielder there, but no. he's someone you need to get. Dreyer's not
1: a midfielder. He, he's a halfback flanker or a defensive forward type. Yeah, um, but yeah, he's he's just best twenty-two type of player. Um,
2: But best 22 for sure is Mitch McGovern going to Carlton.
1: Yeah, just got to get the deal done now. And obviously, we know that Carlton and Adelaide are happy to walk away from the table. um, But he's nominated Carlton. Uh, Well, Carlton have got plenty of uh, collateral to play with.
2: Just depends on how much they burned uh, Adelaide last year with Bryce Gibbs. Well, they got it done eventually, didn't they? Yeah. Um, Mitch Duncan wants to go back to WA, according to rumour.
1: Bullshit. (laughs) Absolute bullshit.
2: That'll be funny. Um Aaron Hall North, that's already been confirmed yeah. pretty much. Lockie Neal go to Brisbane exchange for pick four. Frio <laughs> wants to get uh, Jesse Hogan back home with that. I think uh, if you're Melbourne and you can get pick four for Hogan,
1: you're going to talk about it. You're going to think about it, but, jeez, he can play when he's fully fit. Um, he, he, he's what they were missing. Um, they could definitely use him. They want to hang on to him. They'd rather Jesse Hogan than a pick four, um, definitely. But if Jesse says, look, I, I just want to go home, because this guy, Um, speculation about Hogan comes up every year I think
2: part of it too is that he looks so uninterested and maybe that's just just his general matter
1: yeah I think it's just his way but you look at um, he's had a rough year he has very rough um, for for multiple reasons so maybe you you definitely wouldn't be uh, leading the discussion put it that way
2: yeah super talented player absolutely no doubt at all but uh, yeah I I can see how there's that conversation all the time yeah other thing is, to Rory Atkins apparently wants to move to Vic. There'll be plenty of players. Rory Atkins,
1: that's the story. Coming oh, out. oh, that's the first time I've heard that one.
2: Um, yeah, his manager's apparently uh, putting out feelers, trying to make it happen. Mm, interesting. And they reckon he could be the meat in the sandwich with the uh, McGovern Carlton deal.
1: Yeah, that would make sense.
2: Makes and it does, and it's one where both teams will be like that. Like we've won here, uh, yeah. but the big one, obviously, to me is uh, Shield.
1: Yeah, who's still talking? I, I, God, I just got this feeling he's going to Essendon.
2: Well Hawthorne Calton Essendon are all there. Yeah. Um, and uh, St Kilda have thrown an offer at them but if you're sure you are like yeah.
1: mate I I want to I want to be playing in finals. Um, and you don't know how long away that is for uh for St Kilda. Um look I've said for years take him at Hawthorne a heartbeat. I oh, should you. But geez you put him into that midfield at Essendon. That's a it's hard tough running midfield.
2: That's the problem. I don't want to.
1: No, God, God no. Um, that's why I, I'm happy to take Shield and bench him if that means that um, Essendon don't get him. But I, t- I don't know why. I've just got that feeling that it's an Essendon um, are in the box seat.
2: But if you're Carlton and you pick up Shield and McGovern, that's a good fucking trade-off season.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not uh, bad. Uh, all you need is now a Ruckman and a forward, and you're laughing. <laughs> yeah, i got to say, all you need is the rest of the team. <laughs> now, you've got Paddy Cripps, you know. What else you need?
2: Yeah, and Wittering can't have two shit seasons, <laughs> yeah. Kenny.
1: Kerno's getting better. He'll, he'll get consistent. Um, Actually, they got, I, I do like Kurnow. They've got pieces there. It's just, uh, yeah, all the rest of it.
2: Um, on top of that, uh, apparently Dean Kent wants to go to St. Kilda. And uh, that, I yeah. think that's true just because anyone who says they want to go to St. Kilda...
1: <laughs> you, you can't be... That's not a game you want to play. Yeah. Like that's not a good bluff. <laughs>
2: not really. Uh, oh, weird part for me: Jonathan Rourke getting de- uh, delisted.
1: N- not why is that weird?
2: Um, <laughs> just that a player goes from town. Like, and he—I think he had a good uh, last season. Not, mm. th- not this year so much.
1: No, um, he, he played three games. He had, a, I
2: think he had a few good games, didn't he? No,
1: nah. oh. you—you must be thinking of someone else. He, he's played. Might, uh, maybe I'm thinking of Burton. You probably think of Ryan Burton. Oh, there you Yeah, go. who was the runner up to the Rising Star last year. Yeah, John O'Rourke was a number two pick for GWS years ago um, and has had hamstrings and calf injuries every bloody day since. Oh, he's fucking cactus then. Yeah, he's no good. Yeah, um, I don't know if he'll even get picked up.
2: Uh, but the, the big one that um, has been talked about in my circles, though, is uh, Bruce, where he's going. <laughs> uh, the weirdest thing is Melbourne keeps getting mentioned. And I'm thinking if you're leaving North to get out from under Goldstein, Yeah, it's the the worst place you can go. Uh, And they've already delisted Cam Pedersen, which Which, he's a a backup ruckman who's happy to spend most of his time in the VFL.
1: Yeah, he's a forward who can pinch hit in the ruck. He's McKernan. Pruce should be going to a side where he's going to be the number one ruckman.
2: Honestly, Geelong would be a perfect Geelong
1: screaming out for a Ruckman.
2: Uh, especially a, a muscular Ruckman that can look yeah. after him. Or even GWS, who's got, who yep. have someone yep. that could look GWS after their guys.
1: Um, Another Mumford style. Uh, Brisbane, because Martin's you know pushing 30 now. Uh, even Adelaide.
2: Uh, Source, Source Jacobs.
1: Is, well, I mean, if you can't get out from under Goldstein, you're not getting out from under Source. But Source has still got a few years left. I mean, there's Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide would love a backup for... Mm. Um, Bloody, what's his name? Uh, Paddy. And uh, with
2: uh, Nick Nat out and uh, Lysette not locked in. There's just so many clubs
1: he'd be better off at.
2: I, it's it's literally the worst.
1: Yeah. Uh, or, or or second worst to North. But does he still have a contract?
2: Uh,
1: yes. So, okay. Yep. So, he, so he, a trade he, has to happen. It has to happen. Oh, like, I think
2: he's got two years left.
1: Right. But, I mean, the trade, you're going to get a fourth rounder for him at best. Um, so that part of it, but it, it. Well,
2: I think it's also, because he's a contracted player you can play a little harder. Yeah. You can be like, look, fourth round is what he's worth. We We want want a third.
1: third. Yeah. And obviously North needs some points for Uh, Father Son. Taron Thomason. Yeah. Academy. Maybe
2: Bailey Scott. Yeah. Uh, Although there's also the fact that even though um, uh, old mate uh, from North, Blakey? Blakey. Even though he's nominated um, Sydney. Sydney, You still might fuck around. They still work on the preference system. Yeah. So if Sydney don't pick him up, and North put in the bid, and Sydney decide not to match, North can still get him. So it's not one or none Yay. with those. There's a preference-based system. Oh, now. I didn't
1: know that. So hang on. So let's say, uh, for the sake of it, Carlton decide with number one to pick Blakey, and Swan's go no, fuck that, we're not matching. Does that mean North can then go, yes, we will? Yes. Oh, okay. I never knew that. That's uh,
2: interesting. I only found that out through the whole Bailey
1: Scott thing. And there you go.
2: Yeah. Because he was the only other, well, it was Bailey Scott and um, young Blakey. Interesting. Uh, for that
1: I'd like to see how that goes
2: yeah but I'm not sure how that interacts with the and, academy pick
1: it might hang on that might be too if he says um, I'll nominate Sydney which he already has and I'll nominate North as second but if he says Sydney or bust then you don't get a say
2: no I'm pretty sure it's full preference like it's uh, you get your three You it's your senate vote yeah but he, uh, you don't get to a one above the line
1: I thought he yeah I thought he can say one two or three not you have to say three Anyway, we'll find out on the day, I guess. Yeah, well, fuck it.
2: Uh, I can't see Carlton using him
1: No, one no, one. no. It was just as an example. Yeah, you know, yeah. He's obviously not.
2: Um, I mean, other rumour that was thrown up was uh, Brandon Ellis at North. That ain't happening, let's be honest.
1: No, I think he's going Gold Coast.
2: Um, well, he we can do what the fuck he wants, but uh, I, mm-hmm. I think North have to add... It's lucky they're expanding Arden yeah. Street.
1: Uh, I think Anthony Miles has already said he's looking at Gold Coast because um, yeah. he's out of contract. And I heard uh, a rumour today that uh, Taya Miles for Hawthorne has been told, look, mate, go see if you can find a trade, which is heartbreaking because he looked so controlling in the VFL this year and he played, I think, seven or eight games in a row and I don't know why he got dropped. He should have been in that uh, the final sides for us because he's turned into such a good ball user and he thinks he's way through problems. If they get rid of him now, they'll regret it.
2: Maybe just one of those players that doesn't handle structure. I don't know.
1: Oh, he, he looked like he did. He looked like he finally got it, you know? He, he's been on the list for a couple of years, and it looked like it clicked for him.
2: Yeah. Uh, anyway. Another rumor that went around was Brad Crouch to Richmond. Uh, let's be honest, he's not happening. No, not- uh, Matt Crouch just knocked back yeah, uh, yeah. trade last season to play with his brother, so his At- brother fucks off now. Yeah,
1: and, and Matt, you say knock back offers, but... I don't think he even really considered them. He's yeah. like, no, no, I'm staying in Adelaide. Just just let it work out.
2: Yes, that's horse shit.
1: Uh, Jack Martin, apparently leaving the Suns. Yeah,
2: whatever. Uh, going to Essendon. But yeah, good luck. Pick him up. Have fun. Um, Will Brody to the Blue Baggers again. Yep, good. Um, again, bit of a clogger. Um you seemed to me losing quite a bit? No. Yeah. Uh, Lobb, Setterfield, Finlayson, obviously well, Shield.
1: They have to because yeah. uh, everyone said about their. Uh...
2: The weirdest part for me, though, is that none Sorry. of this has been talked about Kelly. Because Kelly's got the same contract <laughs> length as Shield, North have obviously said there's a big fucking pay packer waiting for you. Well,
1: but you know, if they can North afford it though? If they've signed Pollack for overs, and they might be just waiting to see what happens with Gaff. Because if they don't get Gaff, they might go right. We didn't get him, Kelly. We've still got your number.
2: Oh, they can afford it depending on how they want to structure the contract. Yeah, and they, if they, if nobody
1: knows it, how the contracts are really structured.
2: Yeah, they could yeah. say, look, we're going to pay you three bucks next year, and then and the year after that, it's going to be a million, yeah. two million, whatever.
1: Um but still it's still got to work out, doesn't
2: it? Yeah, there's still math to be done, but our dudes can math. We got <laughs> Goldstein. Um Yeah, but I mean the probably the biggest out we're seeing this season is uh Sam Newman. Uh he's not coming back next year apparently.
1: <laughs> well maybe. Who knows?
2: No oh, fuck knows. Um but yeah, I mean those are the major ones, but it looks like yeah. there's gonna be about forty players um, finding new homes. Which uh, is the biggest trade season ever.
1: Something else interesting this week. Uh Richmond were knocked out, yet Tom Lynch hasn't named his club yet. Everyone says, it's Richmond, but he just hasn't said it himself yet. And I thought he might have been waiting until Richmond finished their finals run, but um, he hasn't said it yet. So anyway, look into that. I well,
2: mean, will. are Collingwood even in the race for him, really?
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe... That's... Maybe he's
2: just still trying to negotiate the contract.
1: Yeah, and that's what made it interesting to me. I thought I know Hawthorne would be mentioned as well, but I've, it just doesn't feel like we've, we're in with a shot. Um, but if you'd picked Richmond... And their season's finished, you didn't announce it. Or he's just, yeah. you know, decided, you know, I am just gonna wait.
2: Well and Stephen May's another another one too that they're talking about uh, leaving the G C which that guts on the leadership and
1: it changed today though, I think that one. Um because it came out and said he wants a long term deal. Doesn't care Fucking give it to him. Doesn't care where it is, which Gold Coast could say, good, how many years do you want? Pretty we, much we, him, give him six. Let him fill that in. Yep.
2: Should yeah. give him a buddy as long as he's hanging around, yeah. At least that's a player that hasn't fucked off in your something too.
1: if They can say look our captain signed on for six, you know. Then you got to work to put the other pieces around him so he fucking stays and fulfills that contract.
2: He'd have the longest contract in the whole club, including the CEO <laughs> yeah. and chairman. All oh, right.
1: Shit. You got any more there?
2: Oh look, there's so many fucking rumours and everything. Uh, it's a fun time. Sirrioli coming back? No, not happening. No. If he's knocking back Hawthorn. He, he's not going anywhere else. He
1: actually said that on a podcast during the week with uh, Russell, uh, not Russell Howard. God damn it, um, Howie at the Howie Games. Um, he got asked and he said, no, nah, I'm definitely not coming back. I'm not coming yeah. back. Oh look, if I did, it'd be for Hawthorn, but I'm not coming back. Yeah, and he um, won't. He won't come back.
2: Other quick ones: Brisbane Lions looking after Neil and McCarthy and maybe Thurlow.
1: Yeah, I reckon they'll get him. I reckon yeah. they'll get the lot.
2: Um Parker is uh, another one they're talking
1: not, about. Not going to go anywhere. Not um, going
2: anywhere. They're waiting until uh, next month. He did put out a thing saying, why would I leave this team? Yeah. But so did a few other guys yeah, who it's happened first teams. They've
1: had press conferences where they said, I'm not leaving, and then left.
2: Um, Essendon looking at picking up a few that like we talked about. Yeah. Uh, the, the, apparently, they're talking with Gaff as well. So, you know, they're, they're keen on it as well. Um, Atkins already mentioned... St. are looking after every motherfucker. Uh, Rowan to Geelong. Yep. Dalhouse is the other one that. Um, he's
1: already uh, agreed to Geelong.
2: Yep. So he'll be gone. Uh, I, I can see Rowan going there too. I think he's just the sort of player they yep.
1: like. Um, okay. I think we'll wrap it up then. Yeah. But I think we've run out.
2: There's so many others, but yep. look, you can talk about them all day. No one fucking knows no. until the trade week starts, and there's always going to be some fucking surprise. Yeah. All right.
1: That'll do us then. See yeah. you after the grand Final. Good
2: luck.